Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Goldbridge Saves Football podcast. The Premier League is going to be back, and we're going to be talking about who's going to get the sack first. We're also going to be talking about who is going to have the worst season, Manchester United or Chelsea. We've got loads of either-ors as per usual. Who is the best top three goalkeepers in the Premier League? But it's been an interesting weekend. Sidemen charity game I was managing. I'm going to explain to you what it was like behind the scenes. We'll also be talking about Goldbridge Ball and why I think it would work up to the championship. I'm looking for a job. But we also have a special guest on the show. He's shaking his head and laughing already. He's a cheeky one. He is currently the number one ginger in the UK. Get out of the way. Chris Evans, Prince Harry and Paul Scholes. It is, of course, Angry Ginge. Hello, hello, hello. Is there. And I'm not forgetting Will, who isn't ginger, but maybe has some ginger yeah, in him. Yeah, Yeah, I've got ginger, grey and blonde, so the, the worst trifecta you can have going, I think. It's so. all going on. It's yeah. all going on. Um, but no, great to be back. It's great that Premier League football's back, of course. We're going to delve into that. Uh, really looking forward to it. But uh, where should we start, Will? You are... you are. Well, let, I mean, let's get the elephant out of the room, if you can call it that. The sideman game, you're both on opposing teams. Yep. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of chat online, Ginge. I'm, I'm sure you've seen yep. it. Um, Mark, you've seen it as well. But, you know, two two games you've conceded... 15 goals. <laughs> Should, 16. 16. 16. So a lot, lot of different talk either way, but let's just start with it. How did you find it? It was a hot day, Mark. Uh, you've got a tracksuit on now. You were debating that at the time. Thank God you didn't go for it, but um, how, how'd you feel? A man in his 40s can wear a tracksuit. I don't know what this prison. is all about. <laughs> Look, Angry Ginge, let's start off with you. You were a late call-up for this show. Yeah. Um, a lot of criticism... I think unfairly. Uh, there was something going on. I think we can reveal some behind-the-scenes stuff. A lot of people wanted speed to score. Yep. Probably none more than KSI, who was your goalkeeper, stood on the halfway line for 20 yep, minutes. that's true. Two people didn't get the memo. Manny, who thought he was playing in a Premier League, fi- Premier League Champions League game, or whatever that is. And then Angry Ginge, who was running around like John Terry at the back. I heard things like, from our dressing room... You wouldn't give him the charity money. He'll run off with it. Or also, if he was at a funeral and they brought the buffet out, he'd be shoving over the old people to get at the sausage rolls. Um, I take it you didn't get the memo that Speed needed to score. No, I did get the memo and I did want him to score. But I didn't want to just make it so easy for him that everyone could tell he he hadn't earned it. Because I'm sure if Speed wanted to score, I mean, it's not like he didn't have chances. You know what I mean, he had a penalty, he had an open net and he also had a sitter from the right-hand side. So it's not if he hadn't had a chance and fairs, but... Look, I'm not just going to give people a goal on that to win. You've got your own highlight reel to think about as well, haven't you? I know, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. He, he, he was milking it like Ronald McDonald when he's doing the milkshakes. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a, no, even from that perspective in the crowd, you know, I got there, I couldn't give a t- I wanted you to win, obviously, but like, I couldn't really you give a task. contractually yes. obliged yes, to Yes, yeah, that. yeah, I had to sign there <laughs> and I was ready and waiting for it. But by the time it was like the last 10 minutes, yep. you know, I was like a little kid. I actually really wanted speed to score. Yeah, and I tell you what, I did. I'd lo- I loved it for you because I remember when I did it for my first year and the buzz and the bounce that you get when people, you know, realise yeah. you are a good genius and the world needs to know about it. But when he was making the tackles and going to the crowd, I was like, yeah, he's mocking my team, but fair play. Well, it's perfect though. It's like pantomime villain, isn't it? You know yeah, what you're exactly. doing. Everyone wants speed to score. You've stopped it and then you're giving the two fingers after. Exactly. But it builds up the storyline yeah. in case he won next year, he's got another chance. I tell you what though, talking about the story, that Max Vosch card reversing. Oh, that thing, was unbelievable. Planned it as well. Yeah. That's why he's clever. And he had the thing in the box as well, didn't he? Which didn't really get picked up on. He drew another spot for speed for the penalty. With oh, it. He yeah. had some phone People spray. were too busy fighting there. He was having a pint. Yeah, yeah, he was having a pint yeah. as well. Pint. Yeah. I've got to say, though, I mean, look, we, we, I want to get a bit of insight in what, what it was like in the dressing room for you. And a lot of people have said, what is Goldbridge Ball? Because every year it's, it seems to trend. <laughs> but 
Uh, honestly, <laughs> the does it? Yes, it trends in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it stays. Uh, I, I, this is like some Saturday or Labour again. But I'll be honest, like I really enjoyed Charlton. I really enjoyed it last year because it was a closer game. And I feel that this year, and I've said it to Simon, Mini Minter, that I thought they were a little bit naughty this year because I felt we were on a... It was a bit diff- harder for us this year. And then you lose Theo and the, the head's dropped. But i got to say, that last 20 minutes... I mean, all of the second half, I knew we were going to lose. And yep. it was like, this could end up being 25. Like, yep. It was that worrying. And it's a really professional thing to be able to stand there and smile when you're in front of 60,000 people. And there's <laughs> millions of people watching. You know, you've got absolutely no chance. It's probably one of my lowest points. I think I'd put it up there with when my parrot died. Drowned. drowned. How did he drown? <laughs> How can your parrot drown? That's this even worse. Well, he used to like being left outside in the sun. And, uh, you let him outside? Yeah, you know, he was fine. But then it rained. and um, You didn't let him in? I didn't let him in. <laughs> so. And you, you learned your lesson, didn't I you? I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know why I didn't hover above the puddle, though. Yeah. Well, oh, well. depends where you get it from. Anyway, um, what was it like in the dressing room? Because in our dressing room, I'll be honest... Even from the start, sorry, can't believe you like your parrot outside and it's jumped. You're giving him a bit of air. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was in a cage, uh, oh, was in a which cage. makes it even worse. Yeah. It's almost like yeah, a torture thing. Horrible. But no, he was. He, he used to put him outside in the garden in his cage, and he loved it. Right, and uh, basically it rained, and obviously a bit of rain got in the barn. And uh, there anyway, was... Ginge, how was the side men dressing room? <laughs> was it was it good? Were you intimidated um, walking in? You know the lads, but sometimes maybe oh, not. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't no? know anyone. That was my first. I got thrown in at the deep end. Yeah. Absolutely, because I'd literally grown grown up watching everyone in in the dressing room. I was walking in with the biggest YouTuber in there, Mr Beast, and everything like that. And I was just scared to talk to anyone, like hundred percent. But I did end up chatting to people. But it was like a chill vibe. I've seen clips of yours. I'm glad I weren't in that one. Last year, last year's dressing room was fantastic. Like it was really optimistic, really positive. And I just think, honestly, um, I've heard that some of the clips on the side men saying that you know there's always moaning about it. They lost two 0 There wasn't enough goals a few years ago. Last year was the sweet spot. Like eight yeah. seven, last free kick for Theo <coughs> would have took it to penalties. This year, I was concerned as soon as the team news came out. And I've had a lot of stick this week because of um, I said, "Give me a goalkeeper, and it'll be a better game." And people have gone. I'll stop picking on XQC, who I got on with and I thought did the best he could do. But what about everybody else like me who who has to manage that? And, and you know, of course, it is what it is. I would say to them next year, there's an easy way around this. Um, If everybody goes into it thinking it's going to be a close game, you're probably going to get a close game. But I think from our dressing room, there was a lot of players... And obviously the Theo Baker injury, their heads just dropped there. That that changed it massively because... He was popping off before he got injured. Well, yeah, well, I think first half we, you know, we, we probably. I know it was two to half time, but we were we were doing really really well. And then uh, what I would do is because the side men as well, they play to football, play football with each other every bloody yeah. week for years, so they've got that familiarity. I mean, it, 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 they're, they're like they're like a married couple, aren't they? They know everything about each other. I'm not saying they sleep with each other. But. <laughs> I don't know what goes on. What was it like in the dressing room? No, it was good. I it saw was, the bath, <laughs> I've seen the bath fit pictures, but I presume everyone had their pants on. Yeah, we know we did all of our pants on. Don't worry about that one. I uh, wish we didn't, but it is Ooh. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he was that excited. <laughs> he, he did say he'd grown up watching them. We don't know what you were doing in your bedroom watching them. <laughs> but no, it, it Where's was... the tissues, Morgan? <laughs> 
This is a great podcast. This is one of the best ones ever. <laughs> but you know what? It, it was. Look, I've got to say, the organizer. You can never, ever, ever understand what it's like behind the scenes. Yep. It is unbelievable. The organization, the way they welcome you, it is nothing will ever come close to what they yep. organize. And I've only done it for two years. It's absolutely incredible. The only thing I would do next year is I'd get me or whoever's involved managing the team or the captain next year. I'd, no, I'd, I'd get them involved. I'd say like, well, this is the core of the team. That's the core of your team. Do it, you know, film a draft. Mm. You know, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, lost, yeah. you lost last year. So you get first pick from a core of all the stars and then it'd be way better content building it up. Mm. And then you go into it knowing you've got pretty equal teams. And I think that would be, I think a draft would work really a draft well next year. God. Yeah. KSI was almost like the perfect level of goalkeeper as well, because he, he was good enough to sort of save the simple ones, yeah. but then shit enough to let the, and roll in with some of the, that's actually perfect level of goalie. Like Ginge, we've seen you play as a goalkeeper, yep. Sunday league goalkeeper yep. as well. I won't want you there. And that's not a knock on you. Yep. I think you're too good. Oh, I'll take that. You'd take that. Much. But you just want that sweet <coughs> spot where probably like me, I'm, I've got nowhere near the level, but you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a breadstick, aren't I? I put my limbs out there. I let them in, comedic effect, but you need someone of that level. Well, somebody said to me before it, they were like, I was moaning about XQC and so was all, everyone in our dressing room. Oh, was and, Yeah, we were all I going. Bet he, I bet we, he had a great time. We, no, yeah. What's no, he doing well, here? He had party, he weren't speaking to anyone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, he, 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 he knew himself, he was concerned, but like there was people in our dressing room who were saying, catch, like trying to play catch yeah. with him. When, uh, do you know when he... Catch the ball! I'm not a puppy! Running to Gideon. Yeah. And then Toby went and tapped it in. It was, uh, Will, I turned around and I looked at Will and he uh, stood on the halfway line. He looked at him and he went, use your hands. Yeah. He had oh. no, that's the thing about goalkeeping as well is like, I agree with you. You said like some of the goals weren't necessarily his fault, but it's not, goalkeeping is not just about what the save what it's, saves, it's, yeah. it's like we gave up a lot of corners because he didn't know well. what to do. Sweeper keeper. Was that one that, the one when it was him and who was at the back and they had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. it's, it's, look, it's really, really hard. He really enjoyed it, and did you he? know, <laughs> no, I think he did. Okay. But you know, the moments it provided, I think it, it, it made it. I mean, look, there was a shot from us that KSI made quite a good save from Chris MDs, yeah. And we all were like, "That's a goal. Yeah. That's definitely yeah, a yeah, goal." Yeah, and then he saved yeah. it. And I went over to your technical area and spoke to Simon and Billy, who was the manager. Yep. And I went, my keeper never saves that. And they went, they went, yeah. <laughs> I was like, have you seen the score? Like, like, even we have a good shot on target, KSI's, I mean, he's the definition of a sweeper keeper, KSI. The last 20 minutes, he was stood on the halfway yeah, line. He was in he? your box at one point. Yeah. There, there was a point though. I think it was like 4-3 or 5-3 to your team. And then I think it was a speed missed the penalty. Yeah. And then he had the one off the line. And, and then, then, then they went straight. And I thought if they'd have scored then, that would have been a lovely little grandstand finish. Yeah. But yeah. just looking at the performances for both of you, um, I mean, Ginger up there with your performance, but who, who impressed for you that maybe you thought... Hang on a minute. I didn't see that one coming. On my team or just in general? Just in general. Uh, I'm going to go with speed. Yeah. Mm. Because last year he was absolutely abysmal. And then this year, I mean, his rating was green. I can't remember what it was. It was like 7.2 7. Yeah. or something. But I think apart from his finishing, that he was taking people on. He was running at him. I thought he did. What was your like rating? Seven. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Did managers think... get a rating? <clears throat> um, look, I think at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> I hope not for his sake. Stevie Wonder, <laughs> Stevie Wonder could do Billy Wingrove's job. I mean. <laughs> It's a piece of piss. He said to me before the game, oh, I get really, I get really nervous about this. I said, are you taking the piss already? Like, you know, I love Billy, but yeah. he's had a very comfortable job. Uh. And um, look, you know what? In the first half, we did really well, very, very quickly. What I try and do... Is this Goldbridge ball? This is Goldbridge right. ball, right? Strap yourselves in. I'm convinced go. that this would work at, a, at least to the League One standard. 
A championship before. Yeah. Championship is probably... You're right. Yeah, I like, I like you're on about. But basically, <laughs> what I do is, it is a principle with Goldbridge ball. And effectively, what it is, is you get the ball. None of this kicking it long. You play out from the back, which is very difficult when you've got a goalkeeper like that, which is why Will and he were taking the goal kicks. And it's about... Look, we had a pass success rate of 80%. Theirs was 68%. So I don't know what the sidemen tactics were, but we always try and play a pass. Like five yards, 10 yards. It's about keeping the possession to the edge of the box. That's what it is. Looking to progress and play on the front foot. Ideally to play a high line. <coughs> yeah. um, that stopped straight away. Yep. We're not going to do that. But um, we played really well. And the Theo B Baker injury, yeah. I think it would have been a very interesting game if he hadn't yeah. got injured because we just did. I mean, I was looking over, you know, we're like 10 minutes to go and we're losing 8-5. And Billy's there with a big smile on his face, bringing on five smiling, fit players. I mean, we had, we had so many injuries as well, but um, look, it's amazing what they've raised for charity. I'd bring a draft in next year. I think it'd be a great idea. And actually, I'll play credit to Angry Ginge. If they'd have had their photographer con on their team yep. and given us Angry Ginge, I think that would have made a massive difference as well. So look, really, really great to raise all the money. Um, and one of the big things for the day for me was Klattenberg as well. Did you see... I, I know he, I think he got clipped up anyway, but he did say it to me on the touchline. The goal where KSA uh, fell over into the goal and the linesman saw it and gave yeah. the goal. He came over and he was talking and he said, I hate VAR anyway, which, yeah, which I, I yeah, thought was, was great because what... He said it before the game as well. Yeah, because one thing I would say that I really enjoyed from that game, and I, you probably had this as well, we're not professional footballers. And how many people get to play in front of 60,000? How many people get to manage in front of 60,000? Yeah. One of the things I took away from that that I would love to come back to football is probably the removal of VAR because we had a penalty that wasn't given. And I was absolutely convinced it Which was a penalty. Was it was in the second half. There was a tackle in the box. It wasn't yours. To me, Oh, it, yeah, it the one where they cleared it, but then someone clattered speed. It was late. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, yeah, really yeah, late. And I was yeah. like, that's a penalty. And I was going, that's a penalty, that F in this, F in that. But obviously there's no VAR. But even though you've, you've missed out and even though it's bad, I was I had goosebumps and energy because yeah. I was like, that's an injustice. And it's like when you score a goal and it doesn't happen anymore as well. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the performance, I was actually, you know, I went in there thinking it's a charity game. So the football level, I'm not going to enjoy. But just watching Chris MD purring up and down mm. the pitch, absolutely phenomenal. You, have you seen the Zidane movie, you know, when they film him from all different camera angles? If we had a version of that for Chris MD, I'd watch that over again. Yeah, look, there's some good players. Manny's a good player. I, I do think Tom Angry Ginge played well at the back. You know, uh, Bazinga and Harry have improved massively. Yeah. And they're getting fitter. Bazinga they're they're getting fitter by the year yeah, as well. They're playing a lot more football, which is, which is why I think a draft needs to happen because you're throwing together players that are playing together on the regular and then you've got players you've never met. It's really difficult. You, I think a draft would be great for next year because I think the audience is growing with the sidemen as well. It's not all youngsters yep. anymore. They actually appreciate football and I think they... I think a three-three would be better appreciated than what we saw on Sat on Sunday on Saturday, but yeah, there's some good players. Like you know, if you want to play the way I want to play, Chris <laughs> MD, Theo Baker, Ginge could do it, um, Basinga could do it, Simon could do it, Manny Chunks could do had it. a very good game. Chunks as well. can do Chunks it. Is good, yeah. yeah. What was the thinking? Philly, with, Philly. What was, what was the thinking with starting him on the bench? Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, contractually, I had to put two players in the starting lineup, so. Couldn't start. Oh, ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, XQC, go. 
well, he, you can't change your goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, no, you can't, no look, mate, it's not <laughs> like I was going, to. it's not like after two minutes, I was like, yeah, no, I've seen can... something in the warm-up and I think he's going to do all right. <laughs> Give it time. There's, there's plenty of time left. Do you uh, think we're getting to the point of like, you know, I'm, I'm sure we're all big fans of the Wembley Cup. First couple of Wembley, and Spencer will admit this himself, by the time we get to the final Wembley Cup, it's a bit, it's very serious. Mm. It's like trench warfare between all four teams. Do we think, you know, we've, everyone's nicey-nice now. The after party's fine. How are you? <laughs> Third one comes along. Fourth one comes along. We're starting to sort of rivalries. Boxing matches, dare I say. I think, to me, just make it as competitive as you can. I would completely keep people like XQC involved and Speed yeah. and K Center and Gideon. I think it's great to have those moments. Yep. But I just think it's got to be evened out. So it's an, you know, like last year it was evened out, and I think next year that's what they've got to try and do. As I said, with the draft system, I don't think it needs to get elitist. I saw some of the Wembley Cup, and you've got the freestylers and that. You know, yeah, you can't have yeah. players of that level. Like you can't put Ben Foster in goal. You can't put Billy Wingrove on the yeah. team. He's too good. I think the way they they do it's really really good. Just balance it out. What um in terms you know not I wouldn't I wouldn't say backlash ginge but you know mm-hmm. speed fans up and getting in your Twitch stream yeah, yeah, giving yeah, it a bit yeah, of that yeah. I mean what's your message to them? Well, no, not the message. For no, them, what is the message for? The message for them is if speed wants to score. He needs to practice his penalties. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's the easiest chance you're going to get to score, and he's he's absolutely tapped it. I think we're not good at it either. I and said that to him in the dressing room. He was really upset about missing the penalty, and I said, mate. It's not about missing the penalty. Overall, your game was very, very good. It was. It was a step up, but Angry Ginge gave you an education, and <laughs> you need to go and study for the next year because yeah. you've got to go up another level now. And, and he, went, he went, thanks for that, Goldbridge. Thanks, and, uh, I will do that. I will work doubly hard. And I said, you will you will score the goal. That is the story. Does Speed still think you managed Man United? I don't, I don't think he's that thick anyway, but uh, no, we didn't We didn't get any of those moments. I, I, I felt this year there was a, a, a maturity, not in, only in his game, but in, in the way he conducted himself. I mean, I really like him anyway, but he's he, he was a lot calmer this year. Yeah. And then just finally, you mentioned next year as well. You, I mean, you had the boots, you went on the pitch to start with. You know, we've seen player managers before. You mentioned about a CDM uh, that, that role. That was my only regret, right? A lot of like my daughter goes to school and a lot of the, the lads there obviously know from the United Stand and the many other things I do. And <laughs> he said Every that, week. They, they were messaging her on Saturday saying he's going he's, he's gonna to come on in the second half, isn't he? He's going to come on. And I think actually, you know, that would have been a great idea, especially yeah. with Theo injured and Philly injured. But it never even crossed my mind to think about it. I, ha- I do ask every year. I'll say, yeah. I always go, I'll bring my boots along and we'll have a back and forth and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, get there for this time, get this time. I say, I brought my boots and it's just left up yeah. red, on red. I'm like, <laughs> I said, I bought my boots. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just, I'm going to fucking sub myself on one day. But yeah. no, look, I, I absolutely want to do it again next year. But oh, I mean, look, I'll even lay the gauntlet down. I said it to Minnie Min to put me in goal. You know, wow. I'll prove, I'm a, you know, I'll put, my, put your money where your mouth is, put me you in goal. You think you're better than XQC? I think your grand's better than XQC. <laughs> if it's at Wembley, she's got ne- better bat. She's got she's she's more vocal. <laughs> if, if it's at Wembley next year, and there's your you, grand, like, you, that was your grand on your video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it might be girlfriend or something. <laughs> Not and she's still with us. She is, yeah. Good. Right, we should that one. Into that trap. Um, <laughs> if the if it is at Wembley next year, and then you're doing your third one, and there's like five minutes to go, I think you just got to have the shorts on underneath and just go, Mark. I'm ready. Clattenburg, that is, you can well, call Well, they're all about the moments. It would be brilliant. Yeah. But Ginger's, Ginger will be back. Well, hopefully. Not that I've got any say in it, but no, nah, he will. Yeah. Well, I think hopefully the, the Zerka said to me, are you ready for next year? Just don't fall off. So that's my aim, just not, not, not to fall off. But not even just fall off. Don't cancel yourself. Yeah. You know, I've seen the yeah. wagon wheel joke. 
it's borderline. That's class. I've seen the one about the I say, age. Du- I say double yeah. down on the wagon wheels. Double down on the wagon wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just tr- good trajectory. Is there like a, do you get an email when you're falling off? Is that the official? No, you, know, you, you can just start like, to tell. Kind the of revenue drops. Yeah. <laughs> the call stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You um, get left on red. <laughs> can I play outfield? No, you can't. Should we move on to, I was going to say real football, but I felt real football at the weekend. The Premier League coming back at the it's weekend. better than the bloody international break, which we're not going to talk about. No. Uh, well, as of recording, it's England-Scotland tonight. Which you, do, you, do you like international football just no. quickly? No. no. Not unless it's a competition. No. I don't, I don't do friendlies, as you've seen on, on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't do charity. I don't, I don't let people score goals. <laughs> Um, well, we're moving it back to the Premier League. This time of year, it already starts to write up, build up, if I can get my words out. Rightly or wrongly, first manager to be sacked. Brilliant. This. Now, we, we had a chat at the start of the season, a few different candidates, but we've yeah. got a guest with us. And Ginge, have you got a candidate in mind? Um, candidate in mind. I'm going to go with... First of all, I did actually say, I don't think he'll be first, but I, I made a call that Arteta could be sacked because the amount of pressure he's going to have on him. Um, but I'm just trying to think who's at, who's at the bottom of the league now. Well, you've got your classic candidates down there. One we've been talking about off air, Sean Dyche at Everton, having an absolute no. stinking start. No. But no, no, I don't think he is, though, because I think they've actually played very well and they've just not scored. But now they've got um, Beto. In their first game, they should they should have battered him. Yeah. Um, Fulham, yeah. Yeah, easily. So I, I think they've been hard done by because of the fact that they've not had a strike and Calvert-Lewin's been injured and all that stuff. I think with Beto, they'll do a lot better. So I don't think Dyche is going to get sacked. Um Wolves manager, I did reckon they'd get relegated in 12th, uh, 20th. So I, I, I was going to say him, but then the Wolves turned up at Old Trafford, didn't they? And shoulders. Well, yeah, but I the mean, shoulders up. The, the midfield Old Trafford. I think the interesting thing is that we are having played four games into September. Statistically, you always get a manager sacked in September or October. So someone's going to go. Um, and I agree with Ginge that. Wolves, I would look at their next few fixtures, not had a great start. Gary O'Neill's literally just come in. I know, but I'm just giving the candidates. Bournemouth as well, new manager. They've got some difficult games. I agree with Everton, but I think they will start to get better with the signing. And you've got Sheffield United and Luton. Look, it might not be the first sacking until December, but we're asking who's going to get sacked first. And we don't sit on the fence, so... Well, uh, one we've been talking about as well is, and we're not saying this, we're just putting the candidates in there to calm down, is, is Eddie Howe at Newcastle? Oh, he'll definitely get sacked, but he won't be the first sacking. Do you think he'll, he'll get definitely sacked. get sacked this season? What? Yeah, 100%. You think Eddie Howe's getting sacked? Yeah, well, inevitably at some point, but yeah, I think... This I, season? I don't think he'll be the manager of Newcastle this time next year. Oh, wow. That is bold. That is bold. Yeah, I think, I th- I think, I think he's a fantastic coach, and I'd probably like him as the next England coach, but... The, the 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 path that Newcastle are going on is the Man City path, and you know was Pellegrini, Mancini, Mark Hughes are they still manager of Man City? No. At some point, the Dan Burns, the Callum Wilsons, the Eddie Howes will be replaced because that's what you have to do to fight with Newcastle. Uh, fight fight with Man City. Um, they've not had a great start to the season. I think Newcastle will stabilise over the next few weeks. They've got some good fixtures, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Gary O'Neill. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Poor old Gary O'Neill. Because he came in late. They've had a bad start. They've played well, but they can't score goals. So yeah. I'm going to go Gary O'Neill. It won't. I don't think. It, I don't think it would be a Luton or a Sheffield United, even though though that you know I'll get more points than them this season. So I think it will be. It will be a club that wants to do better. Yeah. And has had a bad start. One that's sort of not flying under the radar because they're a newly promoted side, but I think we all thought Burnley would be doing a little better. I know they played a fixture yep. less, but conceding 11 ginge in the first three games, you come up from the championship, you've got to be a bit more defensively stable, and they just haven't been. 
I know, but I mean, the first game of the season was City, so you've got to cut them a little bit of slack, haven't you? And they've had Villa as well. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you said yeah. City, then I really wanted to go United. 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 No, you've got to cut them a little bit of slack. I did think um, they'd be doing a lot better than they were at the minute. I thought Villa would have been a lot closer than it was, but I suppose that's the shock of the Premier League. Well, and one man that has swung the axe already and they spent a billion pounds and they're not performing, Chelsea, Ted Bowley, Pochettino. Because Potter was his man last year. He went. No. Pochettino is his man this year. He can't and will not get sacked this season. And, you know, that, that, that feeds nicely into another Premier League back thing as United fans, not you. Um, well, I used to be till 99. Chelsea and Manchester United not had a great start to the season. It's hard over the international break to not have football, but also what you thought... If I said to you, who's going to have the better season, Chelsea or Manchester United? It's not even a question. It's Man United. It's Man United. The, the two games that we've lost, I think we've been robbed in, especially the Tottenham one, because I think we should have been 2-0 up anyway. Mm. We should have had two penalties. Um, the Arsenal game, offside's offside, so I'll, I'll stick with the offside decision. The penalty, Saka could have been sent off. So I think that I think we've probably played two very good away games. We've had just seen the game out perfect to the way Tanner got it to do it. Should have won the games, haven't, and I think we should. I think we should be four and zero. To be fair, not. from a, a neutral perspective, your best performances have probably been in the losses, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and that's a good way of looking at it because I think United's season is a bit on the knife edge at the moment because there's some people who are very concerned for obvious reasons: the Sancho drama, the Anthony not being able to play, the Glazers still in charge. The injuries, we've had a lot of injuries and you think, you know, we've been here before with Solskjaer and Mourinho, they they have a good first year and then it sort of drops off. But then on the other hand, Ten Hag overachieved last year. So, you you know, there are games, very tough, Brighton and Bayern, but after that, I think it's Burnley Palace. So you can see United stabilising. Whereas with Chelsea, I'm like, uh, with United, I think if everybody's fit, you can see what Ten Hag is going to do. Whereas with Chelsea, I'm, I just look at it and go, you know, I know we've called him Michael Jackson because he's bad, but they, they've got nobody else really up front. And there's so many, you know, Mudrick, I saw him play against England on the highlights because obviously everyone was watching the Sideman game. <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon. And Sterling, whilst he was good, I think he's still going to be inconsistent. They've got some good defenders. I think Chelsea's a very long-term project. But to play devil's advocate between the both of you, one thing Chelsea have and haven't got in their favour is not playing any European football this year. And the last time they did that, they won the Premier League. And I'm not saying they're going to win the Premier League, but when it gets to Christmas time, maybe that's when they can start to catch back on to the rest of the pack. I think that they Shocking, w- I know. I, well, I, I was nearly speechless. I think that they will obviously improve over time, but... This season, I think they, they they will struggle. I personally, I think it will be Liverpool, Arsenal, and Man City in the top three. Obviously, Man City a long way away, and I I, I see United fourth, maybe fifth. I don't know whether I put Chelsea in the top five. Don't know about you, Ginge. I I well before the season, I tipped them to get top four because I thought obviously, like you've just said, no European games, focus on the league. But the way they've started has just been absolutely abysmal, and I'm annoyed at Michael Jackson as well because I, I had him in the FPL. No, not the should, only one. Scored literally about five goals already and he's missed absolute sitters I mean but I'm terrified to take him out because yeah, I'm like at some point he will Nunes out because he got benched three weeks in a oh, row I did that Jim. scores scores yeah. two against Newcastle the bench he can't write it man it's ridiculous he's probably worth keeping in because it's not like they can drop him yeah. So whereas with a with a Nunez, you never know. And um, but all you hear about is all everything else around his game's fantastic. He's pressing numbers and whatever, and, and then he gets to the thing that you actually need him to do and score. It's absolutely useless. Yeah. So 
I mean, I hope he comes good because I like a redemption arc. But I, I, and even with Chelsea, I, what can they do? Throw more money at it because that plan has literally not worked up until this point. And even the player, like Lavia's out for three, he's out for a long time, isn't yeah, he? So, about eight weeks, yeah. So I don't know. I just, it's, it's a worry. I'm not actually worried about Chelsea because I don't care. I so. said at the start of the season, they would be the flop of the season in relation to, you know, Chelsea finishing outside yep. the top six would be a flop for them comparatively. And I think United will have a better season. I'm, I'm with Ginge on this. I think Ten Hag, I've got faith in Ten Hag. Yep. Simple as that. Um, we've spoken a bit about Newcastle there and one of the signings that has been mentioned that they missed out on was um, James Madison. And there's a lot of talk between Madison and Foden going into the mm-hmm. international break. Where do we stand on that? If you if you were having your team, you're doing the draft next year, you've got your pick of the choice. Madison or Foden, Ginge, who are you going for? It's a sticky one with that because I know Phil, uh, Foden can play on the left and Madison's more central, although he probably can play on the left as well. Um, if I had to, I think Madison's in better form now because of the, what he's doing for Tottenham. Um, Foden, I've always loved Foden, just for the fact he's from Manchester. He's doing absolutely exceptional. Just play for City, though. I know, and that's what really does. And that's good from Ginge, because he can look past that. No, well, no he's, I, I can't. Ginge's, no. Ginge's maturing as a content creator. He's now realising that you can grow by making Man City fans like you as well. <laughs> you got, if everyone likes you, that's a, it's a much better world, isn't it? It is. Um, I, I, it's a See. tough one. If I had to choose one, I don't know whether I go with Farm for Madison or whether I just go with Manchester for Foden. I'm going to go with Foden, excuse from Manchester. Absolutely. I love the way you did this. If the, if this was like a draft, like it could be and should be next year for the charity game. Yeah. I like the draft idea because it makes you feel more involved. Maybe we can um, do our own draft next week. Yeah, we could do our own I'm draft. I'm not here. So. I'm going to go... Oh, no, I, I completely... I, I think this is really easy for me um, between Madison and Foden because as much as I like Madison, he's almost like a, if he's a marathon runner, he's going full pelt. Whereas I think there are gears in Phil, in Phil Foden's um, career. I still think he can get better. And also I think Foden at his best is probably one of the most naturally talented technical players we've ever, we've produced probably in my life. You know, I think he's so different to a Gascoigne or a Bellingham or a Beckham or anything like that. I think he's just got magnetic control and he sort of glides across the ground yeah. and his weight of pass. And I hate to say it about a Man City player, but no, I think Foden. And it's interesting what Prattgate said about... No, we don't um, call him Sorry, Southgate. Gates. Southgate. <laughs> it's interesting what he said that, you know, uh, he's not ready to play centre mid. He should stick on the wing. And I'm like, you're not ready to manage England. You should go and work in Tesco. <laughs> what could... do you think about Southgate? Hey, James. I like him. I, no, I, I, oh, no okay. I honestly, I don't understand why people hate him. Man, I don't hate anybody. He's called him Prattgate. It's affectionate. It's affectionate to call someone a Pratt. Uh, honestly, I think you get so much unneeded hate is unbelievable. Growing up watching England under Roy Hodgson, that's probably the only manager I can actually remember us have it, Sam Allardyce. And then we literally get to the World Cups, we get to Euros, and we think we've got no chance. Southgate comes in, semi final of the World Cup, final of the Euros, gives us hope. I don't understand how people question him. I really don't. Because a better manager would have won the year. Yeah, but you can play better football. Told you you can say that for the rest of your life. But you know what? I I get it. He grew up with bloody Allardyce and Hodgson. Not literally. That would be horrific. (laughs) Imagine waking up. Get up. Get up. It's time to get up. (laughs) Bread and water for breakfast. (laughs) That's 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 Roy. Yes, yeah. Um, But no, no. I grew up with uh, Venables, Bobby, Sir Bobby. Even Hoddle, even Keegan was better. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but you're 44, so obviously you've grown up in a different era. And I'm, I'm wearing a tracksuit. I'm gonna put myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put myself in the ginger a little bit because I've grown up with uh, Hoddle, 
Uh, he was good. He just said the wrong thing. Yeah, very <laughs> wrong. I, I, I absolutely well, shouldn't. Well, I'm have assuming said it. we can repeat what he said, but I he I've got, got the for it. It was something about the afterlife and certain people in life today yeah. are being just, punished. Just Google because it. Of what they did in an afterlife. Just Google it. Nobody accept. Just nobody, Google it. Nobody, nobody, nobody even thinks an afterlife exists. Um, actually. I could, yeah. We'll, we'll save that for the each, extra podcast. Each to their own. So, uh, yeah, anyway, huddle. Uh, Keegan was awful in the manager. All I'd say is there's thousands and thousands and millions of ants. So they all coming back as well. Uh, right. We'll, we'll do, <laughs> do that the maths. Topic. It doesn't make any sense. We've got that in the either or section later on. Um, and then who else did we have? Yeah, Keegan was awful. So I don't know why you're bringing him up as a good Skull England scored a hat trick for England. Yeah. Under Keegan. Fantastic. Let's you get the was parade you, going. Um, again, Sven, Sven Eriksson or something. And Ginger's spot on with his point because you can have all this expectation, but you've still got to win the games of the people go, Yeah, but we lost in the final. Yeah, but we got to the final. Sven didn't. All the other ones didn't. Maybe. Why is this but why are we back talking about the fucking international break? That's what it. It, that's what the listeners are doing. <laughs> I, I can see the retention rates dropping. Are you call him Pratgate, mate. You know it gets my back up. It started really well, and then we're back talking about England. Well, let's talk about something Ginge loves then. Goalkeepers. Do you oh, love them? I absolutely love and adore goalkeepers. It's the hardest position on the pitch, as you found out <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> uh, you know you the best thing of it is, we can just say this as well, right? All the lead up to that game, I've got certain people involved in the organisation of that game, and I've got him messaging me, laughing <laughs> in private messages <laughs> about him. the goalkeeping. And I'm like... Uh, you know, in the dressing room, everyone's going, we haven't got a fucking chance. And then I'm having to sit there with Billy Wingrove and stand on the touchline with a smile on my face, dying inside. You did well. I did. You I did should well. get a job. I told you I should get a job as an actor. Uh, maybe we can discuss yeah, that later. pretending right. to like you for a month. Whoa! <laughs> you couldn't practice again, mate. Um, goalkeepers. We, we all agree. We're saying top three goalkeepers. Top three goalkeepers. So I think we in, can the all, prem. in the prem. In the prem. We can, right now. Not, Pete, not Peter Shirtwin or anything like that. No, no. Alison and Edison. Think, think no. Okay, brilliant. I like, I like and, and now we roll. Uh, Edison is, I think, the most overrated goalkeeper. It's I about really bloody do. time somebody said Honestly, this. Honestly, I think he's the most overrated goalkeeper. And is that with your goalkeper head on? No, yeah, that's not bias. No, no, that's just being XQC genuine. XQC could play in goal for yeah, Manchester. He's nothing to do. Genuinely. All Edison, the only thing Edison brings to that team that no other goalkeeper will is his distribution. Because his, his kicks are unbelievable. His composure on the ball is unbelievable. Um, but I think actually, actually, as a shot stopper, he's terrible. I think the Champions League final with that header in the last minute, I think is the save of his career. I don't think he's done And it basically hit him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think he's so overrated. It's unbelievable. There's so many more undergo, underrated goalkeepers. I think Kasper Schmeichel two years ago is better than him. And he's nearly 40. I think KSI is better than him. Well, yeah, no, so do I, actually. I haven't seen the bastard <laughs> saving that shot from so who, who would who would be in your top three then? Um, you've, you've thrown the spanner in the works here. I like number it. three, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number one, hurts me to say, Probably going to have to be Allison. Yeah, I agree. Um, his one-on-one is unbelievable. His save ratio is class. He's a great shot stopper from range. Comfortable with the ball. Comfortable coming for crosses. Great handling. Um, number two, I'm going to go for the World Cup Golden Glove, uh, Martinez. I think he's so underrated. I think he is a bit like Ramsdale when he was at Bournemouth because the defence isn't the strongest because they get so many shots at him, he's going to concede more goals. A bit like Pickford at Everton, but he is genuinely, as we've seen in the World Cup, he, Messi gets everything for the World Cup, but it was Martinez that won him the World Cup. Messi wouldn't have had a career if it weren't for Martinez. Well, he wouldn't have a World Cup. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. career, career is probably yeah, slightly that strong. is too far. He had one seven Ballon d'Ors. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to get a clip. But no, it's no, you're absolutely right. And I'm really glad because this is not scripted. We don't do that. And uh, I've definitely got Alisson and Martinez in. Yeah. And, Mar- you know, it's like what I said about the Ballon d'Or. Everyone's saying Messi should win it. But Messi's season last year was average for him. Yeah. And, and they're giving him because of the World Cup. But Mbappe scored a hat-trick in that final. Yeah. Martinez saved penalties to get them there, saved penalties that last in minute, the final, that last and that Moani saved, well. that, that, it's a different story. That's, so Such, that's probably the best save of the, of the, of the uh, decade. If I, I, don't, w- I don't think there's a better one. What, if just because of the pressure on it? Yeah. yeah if, I, if I was Messi, I'd be doing something for Martinez every year. Yeah, right. and I'd be on my knees. Yeah. Because yeah. that was unbelievable. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Um, third goalkeeper, though, that's it a goes tough where one. I won't go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the third one is a tough one, I think, because I'm just trying to think. Oh, Nana, I do really like. Don't don't think he's proved it in the Prem just yet, but we're only four games in. I think it was on ability. I'd put Nana. I think, as I said in the summer when we signed yeah. him, he comes in as the top three goalkeepers in in the Premier League. Unfortunately, it's just that adjustment period because people are going, you're joking. Yeah. It's too early, and it's a bit like the Spurs keeper. It's probably too early to put him in there. Do yep. you think? Uh, but the other side of that as well. Do you think we're going too far off the cliff with Nick Pope because last year, you know, people were putting him in the team of the year. Mm. He's had a shaky start to this season, and when we were chatting earlier, we didn't put him in our top three. Oh, well, I like David Rea, but he's not playing at all. Yeah, you know? David Rea is a good shout. I'd probably go number three. I'd have to go Ramsdale. But I think Nick Pope is a good shout. But I think Nick Pope, I do really love him because he's a fantastic shot stopper. But he is just Brexit. He is. He is. Mm. He's not comfortable with, with it at his feet. Really, when you kick the ball, there's no elegance when he kicks it. It's just put your foot through it, and his hands are just absolutely massive. I don't know how he catches. So yeah, he ain't that's going in my top three. You know what they say: big hands, big not, very, not very good at catching. Um, <laughs> what, who's in your top three then? Um, it's difficult to go for the third, third one without being ridiculed. So I will go. I think I probably, I probably look. I probably will go Anana. I, I do really All believe re- in no, him. Yeah. For a Premier League goalkeeper, I, I think. I think he comes in with a reputation. He's nearly killed that, someone in the first game. He no, fell on his ass in the third game. Look, you've got to come in with a reputation, and I think he comes in with a reputation. And look, look. Okay, at, apart from Onana, who would you go for? Alison, good think- question. I've already no, I, I agree with Alison and Martinez. I would probably go with. Oh, it's a really difficult one. I mean, I don't want to put Pope in there because I, I may as well say Leno. No. I would like to put Raya in there. I don't. I, I don't think Ramsdale's a bad shout. I no. think based on. I know I've given Ramsdale a bit of stick, but, but that's simply because I think David Ray is a very good goalkeeper. So yeah, I'd probably go Ramsdale. What about if Pickford gets a move away from Everton? Where's well, he going? Where's he going? Hmm? <laughs> Where's it going to go extra? Oh. No, I'd love Pickford. Rotherham. <laughs> right, you can stop there. No, I'm just trying to think of championship yes, sides. Right, you can stop there. You well, don't think Pickford's a good goalkeeper? No. Oh wow. I, I tell me you're not a goalkeeper. I think he's a pantomime act. No, I I think he's a he, I think he's a very good goalkeeper. You're a pantomime prat. You're not England's number one. You know he's Harry Maguire's best friend. Oh, that's unfortunately irrelevant. Well, I think it says a lot about his character <laughs> and his me, ambition. You can't be saying that for your top three. No, so I think Pickford's very good. Finalise your top three for us, please. I'm you're, I'm you are a, saving football. I'm happy to save football and say that the three Premier League goalkeepers are what Ginger said. I would go Alisson, number one, Martinez, number two. And I'm, at this moment in time, I think you've got to look at the last season. Pope's a bit unlucky, but I'd go Ramsdale, yeah. Right, we're, we're absolutely flying through them. I mean, we've got England to win Euro 2024, which you put down, yes or no, but we've already had our international yeah, chat. Get rid of that. Do you think we can do it? Um, we can do it. I, we? I mean, of course we can do it. That's yeah. why Southgate's the gaffer. He's got yeah, belief in us. You know, you know see in. what I'm doing here, though? Like, instead of jumping on the Southgate out thing, I'm saying only an idiot wouldn't win the Euros with England. 
Like I think the squad's so good. I've said that for years. No, I know. He yeah, should but, win it. He should yeah, but, win it. My, but I, I'd you win can't it. say that. Oh, what? So Argentina weren't a good team. They're not in the Euros. Oh well, yeah. yeah but I'm on about for the World Cup. If you're saying a good manager, no, no, I, 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 no, I don't, I don't think we should have won the World Cup. Oh right, okay. I, but I think we should win the Euros with the players we've got. I, I might be against Southgate, but the quality of players we've got, we should be winning the Euros. I think France are the favourites. We should have beat France in the World Cup. Yeah, we should have done. But that went down to Southgate. That was down to absolutely shambolic officiating. Well said, I can't George. believe that game. And come, the penalty. You can come on here more often. If Thank you. Only if you'd like. Um, you. One question we got. Goldbridge Saves Football, sponsored by Gareth Southgate. Love that. <laughs> I'd pay to listen to that. Get uh, your waistcoats at Marks and Spencer's today. One of, one of the ones we had from the audience uh, in our either or section, get involved in the community tab, is would you want Messi's left foot or Beckham's right foot, Mark? It's a bit like choosing between a 12-inch uh, Subway with tomato and ham on it yeah. or a 6-inch steak melt cheese. Um, I think I'd always go for size, so I'm going to go Messi. So, I'm no. not talking about height. I mean, like I just think Messi's the bigger profile So he's player. the 6-inch steak, isn't he? No, he's the bigger profile player. He's the, he's the 12 Are you inch. saying David Beckham's right foot is a 6-inch steak Subway? Lovely. Oh, I thought oh, you were saying Messi was a nice six-inch tasty I didn't think number. it through. But basically, <laughs> David Beckham's right foot is immaculate. But Lionel Messi's left foot is up there with Maradona's. So, I mean, yeah. What he's done with that left foot makes you wonder what he could do with other things. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, Ginger, where do you stand on the map? Um, and have you got a subway analogy for us? No, I've not got a subway analogy. Um, but I don't know why you've chose Beckham and not Wayne Rooney. Well, sh- uh, it's just the audience. So oh, right, okay. You're, you're yeah. really having a go at them well, now. Uh, <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. You're on the, you're on the up. Don't yeah, come on sorry, the way sorry. Uh, no, it's Lionel Messi. I don't think that's questionable. Seven Ballon d'Or speaks for itself and a World Cup and he won everything he could win in football. And also with, with, with that, you know, but people say set pieces with Beckham. Oh, hello? Are you forgetting <laughs> Lionel Messi's free kicks yeah. and his dribbling ability? Yeah, that's kind of messy. I'd put Seb Larson's right foot in there, but that's just me as a Birmingham City fan. Fab2749 came in with a big one. Keep sell bench. It's international week, so I thought it was good to use these because we're a bit short on content. Is Harland, Kane and Bappe. Keep sell bench. Mark, I know you love these. They get peppered in your stream. At least it's not sleep, shag, marry. (laughs) Can be, if you want. People actually do that with footballers and you're like, I'm sorry. I I know sometimes you have to apologise for this, but I am not that way inclined well, uh, yeah, yeah but maybe well, we do that for the podcast extra yeah um, what was it Harland Harland, Kane and Bappe keep, sell, bench um, I'm going to bench Harland I'm going to keep Mbappe and I'm going to sell Harry Kane Ooh. Ooh. basically Mbappe first Harland second Kane third they're all fantastic but I've been asked a question and I've delivered an answer and that's why you say football isn't it that's what I do what are you going to go for um, not that let me tell you uh, Harland won't be staying in my club he can go um, let's get that out there very <laughs> what's <quickly>. Harland done <laughs> yeah plays for Man City uh, Harry Kane you've just been Kissing Foden's arse. Uh, that's just because Foden's good looking. Um, Harry Kane up front. On, Harry Kane starts and Mbappe on the bench for the pace last 20 minutes. Harry Kane, I think, is the best striker in the world. Can I ask a personal question? Of course you can. Are you a football manager player? No, don't play that. Okay, that was, a, that was quite a football manager answer there. No, you, no, quite, no. you had your head screwed on. I it's thought. an age thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, that answers that one. Um, one that we have been talking about a lot on Saves Football it is you go to a lot of games, Ginge, but... Yep. We've we've encountered it this season. I was sat in front of a guy at the first Blues game, walked out 85th minute, we get a 92nd minute penalty, he's gone. People yep. leaving early, it happened in the Arsenal game. You go a lot to Man United. Have you ever done it? What do you think of people no, that do do it? it? Never, and how ever. should we punish them? 
No, absolutely not. I will stay until the final whistle to support my team. I never leave early. Even at the um, 6-3 last season, City away, didn't didn't leave then, will never leave. Um, I think if you leave early, I think it's just weird. You know, you don't go to watch, uh, you don't go to the cinema to watch a film but leave before the final scene. Do you know what I mean? I think it's stupid. Um, I think if you if you leave early, I think you should just get a, a one-game suspension. If you keep doing it, nice. you, won't, you won't come back. You strike me as the sort of person that likes to get their money worth. Yeah, 100%. Of course, yeah. I've paid something. I want to see it. Let's, let's unpick that. What do you mean there? <laughs> <laughs> you said £40 for this. Yeah. <laughs> Finish up. Right. <laughs> um, do you want to go to the game? Finish with a bit of football hangman? Yeah, I love football hangman. Yeah. So uh, it's a very simple game and also a very shit game um, okay. where I think of someone and you have got to identify who it is. Okay. Maybe you should mix it up and it's not a footballer. It's like a porn star or something like that. Uh, I mean, not I'm not involved. I'd never get involved. Uh, I'd, I'd never know the answer to this. No. I'd, let's just stick with footballers this week. Okay. But maybe next week we, we can spice it up. You're doing one on your own. So maybe you can guess the own person that you're thinking of. Be great next and you'd week. Win. I have to come up with something else. And you'd win. So I am thinking of a footballer, which I'm just going to get in my head uh, right about now. So we're back and forth on so this. So you, you ask a question, yeah, and then you can have a guess. He okay. asks a question, and he can have a guess. There is lives to it, uh, but you're already explaining stuff. it too much. Is he English? Yes. David Beckham. Incorrect. Top five leagues, including the French league. Yes. That was a crap question. Why was it? Because it will definitely always be in there. Go on, have a guess. Oh, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Plays English. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> So I'll give you a no. Yes, thanks. That's all right. Premier League. Yes. English Premier League. Uh, Frank Lampard. No. Uh, Manchester United player. No. Sergio Aguero. He's English. <laughs> oh my God. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> these, these answers are good. This, he's saving. He's saving football hangman. Um, Matt, Matt, the editor, just, just clip this up, you know. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't play for Man United. Does he play for a London club? No. Ooh. So I'm going to go uh, Steven Gerrard. No. <laughs> if you say Yossi Benayou <laughs> next. Uh, Mo Salah. <laughs> Does he play in the north? Of England? Yeah. No. Mm. Um... He doesn't play in the doesn't play in London and is English. He, he is English, yeah. Yeah, he is English. From all time, can this be any footballer? By the way, yeah, right. yeah, yeah but you got clarified. No one's clarified that yet. Yeah. Okay, next question started. Um, I just don't think any English footballer. Stephen Gerrard. He just said that. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, come on. This is this is brilliant. Football hangman's been saved. Um, I know that he definitely plays. Did he play for Birmingham City? No. Oh, my God. So you can shove that up, you. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, James Milner. No, incorrect. Top five Premier League club? No. What, currently? No, just as a top five club. Has he ever played for a top five club? Yeah. Yes. Oh, right, okay. John Terry. Incorrect. Doesn't play for a London club, does he? No. Doesn't play for a Northern club? No. Didn't play for Birmingham. No. Uh, is he currently still playing? Yes. Is age. Jesse is Lingard. Age. No. Well, let's speed it up now. Is he aged 20 to 30? No. 
That's a nice one. That's a good question. Yeah, okay, so he's old, still playing, not in England. Not, no, he is English. Not in London, not in Manchester, not in North. Really old English player. If you're playing along at home, make sure you shout out. Get your guesses up. Really old English player who's still playing now, and it's not James Milner. Maybe you're shouting at your podcast provider. They were the answer. Why am I listening to this? It's just a bit of bit of filler. Also, make sure you give us a review and download. Five stars. There's an interactive section down below where you can ask questions, which will get read out on the podcast, and we'll be doing an ASMR. Oh, Come on, go. I can't think of anyone. Um, Say anyone. I'll just go with this, even though I know he's English. Johnny Evans. Incorrect. He's <laughs> He's English. I think this is the last live, so we're about to get defeated now. Yeah, yeah, go on. Um, I would say, um, does he play for Aston Villa? No. Oh, God knows. I'm really stuck on this one, so I'm going to go with... Um, uh, John Stones. Incorrect. Um, Ginge, you could take it all. Let me tell you, there's a prize that money cannot buy. It's all on the line here. You've had a great week. Could it be topped off? Could this be the Can cherry? Can you only answer yes or no? Yeah. Yes. That was your final question. Oh. <laughs> um, is he? Does he play for a team in the relegation zone at the minute? No. Can't be Everton then. Don't think Everton. Yeah. I, I I just can't think of any old English footballers at the minute. This is the death of football hangman. No, I think Ginger actually saved it with those three first answers. Actually, yeah. <laughs> what a waste they were. That's a TikTok waiting to Um Get it clipped, get it ready, get it out. At least 100,000. Ginge? I genuinely can't think of any old, old I'll give you both players. a clue and you can jump in if it gets it. He currently plays in Saudi Arabia. Oh, uh, Jordan Henderson. Correct, yeah. Ginge. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but he said... He, he said, said you played, played in the Prem. Yeah, he did play in the Prem. You said, no, I said, does he play in the Prem? I thought you said, does he? Uh, has he? Yeah. No, oh. I, no, I clarified that on the VAR. Has he played in the Prem? No, 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 no. That was for the top five. I think... And so that's why and we're all about the Northwest. Don't yeah, exactly. Look, at the end of the day, your destination was Stoke and you sent us to fucking Edinburgh. <laughs> at least we had a great time doing it, though, didn't yeah. we? Robbed. Um, have you enjoyed yourself, Ginge? Thanks I, have, for... I have very much enjoyed myself. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, well, it's been a great show on the international break, which, as we can all confirm, is officially shit. Um, make sure you do download it. Give us a follow and all that on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else you find your podcast. Uh, massive shout out to Angry Ginge. What a weekend it was for him. And what a weekend it's going to be for us next weekend. The Premier League is back and Southgate is back in the garden where he belongs. See you all later.